0: Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. She has created, I call it an empire. It's the the Morse empire of helping people with education, nutritional information, essentially regenerating your life, healing yourself. But before you can have wellness, you need to have understanding. And we're going to talk about a lot today. Uh, One thing we will center on is proper hydration and everything that comes along with it. And she is the owner of Morse Wellness, and she's back. Terry Morse is on the program. Hi, Terry. How are you?
1: Dave, it's really great to be back with you. I really love talking with you. Thank you.
0: Same here. Learn so much. And I've been thinking lately about uh, even calling upon your services because... I'm a train wreck when when it comes to to my health and when it comes to, you know, food and nutrition and all of that. I I think I derailed like a year and a half ago, but that's, you know, for a different time. Um, Why don't we recap things that we've talked about the last number of times that we've gotten together?
1: Thank you so much, Steve. I'd like to just mention that my mission is to teach people how their bodies work and to share practical ways to be healthy by eating correctly, which a lot of people think they know how to do and really aren't and also by supporting the body's own detoxification processes. So the last few sessions that we did, we talked about digestion, we talked about salts, we talked about minerals and microbes. And so I'd like to go into hydration today and appreciate your speaking about understanding because most people think it just means drinking water, and that is not what it means. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll go into that. Can I pursue a little further?
0: Jump on in.
1: Okay, so I want to cover today just the main points of what the heck is hydration, what does it mean, and pH balancing also, and why water is not always the answer to hydration, and what kind of water should be utilized, and what is the effect of dehydration, and how do you get dehydrated, and why can't you stay hydrated all the time? These are really important points, and unless you understand them, you'll just think, well, you know, I'll drink some high pH water, I'll drink more water, and that'll do it. That is definitely not going to do it. So hmm. um, my focus is uh, to begin, with, at the beginning, is what is hydration? Are you ready for that? Let's go. Okay. So hydration actually means cell absorption of the fluids, the, the uh, water. And we say water in the body, we're 70% water, but actually it's like plasma. It's not literally water like it comes out of our faucets. It's plasma that is water-ish. It's a different form of water. And we have to know this water, this fluid is getting absorbed into the cells because they can't live without it. They can't live without being hydrated. Mm. And so the organs, therefore, won't function at their highest level if the cells are not hydrated. And the mitochondria that are inside the cells will not function at their highest level. And their function, just to give an aside, is to detoxify the body in every respect, they are the ones that are responsible for getting rid of cancer cells. And everybody is kind of on the alert on that today because it's happening all over, even in our young people. So getting the hydration into the cells, getting the mitochondria to work properly, and they are the powerhouse of the cells, that is the key. That is the issue we're dealing with. And so you probably have some questions right at the top.
0: <laughs> uh, thanks for clarifying that it's, just, it's not just water in your body. And if we have a a fair amount of water, I've heard that it should be in ounces, half your body weight. Number one, is that correct? Number two, is that sufficient in terms of keeping you healthy?
1: Those are very good questions. And there is no direct answer because it depends on what a person is eating and what their stress levels are. Some people and their weight. Well, you, you mentioned the weight. So some people need more. For instance... If a person is eating in such a way that it's causing a lot of dehydration, then they're going to have to use a lot of other tools to hydrate. Those who are eating properly and not combining, as we mentioned in the second um, class, I believe, the uh, starches and the proteins, not putting them at the same meals, like not eating a meat sandwich, not eating your potatoes with your meat, Mm. those are dehydrating conditions. So if you're doing more of that, you're going to need to drink more water, but also different types of water. Um, so it just depends. Like if a person is eating clean, meaning they're separating their meats from their starches at different meals, if they're eating fresh vegetables and not overcooked, then they won't need quite as much water because they're not dehydrating themselves by what they're eating. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah 100%. By the way, I want to tell you that I've shared with many people what you said when having a steak not to have starches with it um (laughs) because as i understand it loosely it can rot the meat will rot in your stomach because of that and i'm actually going to have a steak tonight and i'm i'm thinking about what veggies i have i you know believe i got some broccoli maybe some peas but definitely no potatoes no rice nothing like that so um yeah i i learned from you i really do terry
1: Well, I know that you do listen, Steve, and I'm glad you're applying it, but I would like to ask you to take another step, and that is really pay attention to how you feel because at some point when you get kind of in the habit of that, and it could happen immediately, you will feel different. You will feel cleaner, you'll feel lighter, and you won't feel heavier. I love a steak, but when you put a potato with it, it just pulls you down. Your Mm. energy level goes down, down, down.
0: And I recall that i'm not even just saying that because you said it there's been times where i've had steak and you always have a starch with it you know we love potatoes um where i felt like it was good but so and and not having that having a different type of vegetable i've noticed a uh, big difference so there is definitely definite not like i doubted it but definitely truth in uh, what you're saying there
1: Well, you know, Steve, that's such an important point because unless we can prove something to ourselves, there's really not much point in doing it long term. I mean, you can follow someone's advice initially to test it out, but everything should be tested to see how it works for you, and if you feel that, that's great. So I'm going to say what happens. Like sometimes, you know, you're out and you, I don't know about you, but I'm talking with friends and I forget what I'm doing and... I'm eating something that really isn't appropriate, but I just don't realize what I'm doing. I'm eating it. It's right in front of me. So then what happens when you do that? Well, what that does is it dehydrates the body more because the body has to put out additional energy to process those foods that are not compatible with each other. For instance, there are different enzymes that are produced and different chemicals in the body that are produced like hydrochloric acid to process different foods, and they're not compatible, a lot of them neutralize each other, so then the foods, like you say, the meat's rotten, the starches will ferment. So what do you do? Well, that's where enzymes come in. We did cover that pretty thoroughly in the previous one, so eating extra enzymes. But also, like a half an hour after a meal is a good time to to drink water, It's not a good idea to drink any kind of fluids with our meal, and that's another thing that Americans are always doing.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Let's, hold on.
1: (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Because I'm just going to say one more thing. Because um, people have told me they have to have fluids to, quote, wash their food down. That is so far away from health, because you should be chewing it to the point that it becomes a liquid, and then you should swallow it. Liquids
0: should not be with your meal. Mm. Yeah. Well I I, <laughs> I, uh, I I lost that debate. Uh I I have a, a very close friend, we you know get together, we go out to dinner, and she never drinks anything. And, oh. and, and I'm like, How? How do you do that? Like I need to. Um I just find it refreshing after a bite, having a drink, maybe, or every two bites having a drink. Uh is it so bad for you?
1: oh yes, it is because you're diluting the digestive fluids in your stomach and you're not chewing your food properly if you're doing that <sighs> Do you chew your food thirty five times
0: I'm gonna say no <laughs> <laughs> oh wow well, i i'm 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 kind of blown away here we're we're at a where to uh where to pass um
1: well i'm just saying i'm I'm just saying this is what makes a person healthy or not healthy because you will create more stress and so your your body cannot process those chunks of things that go down
0: well it that, can point process, taken. point taken we 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 have to chore food, but even moving past that the liquid going with it even if it's just water uh what if what if you have um you know issues with uh let's say reflux let's say you know challenges there. Uh is it's it's you're telling me no matter what you should not be drinking with your meal.
1: Okay, so you've got a condition you're talking about reflux. Yeah, so yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's good it's a good question. And so some I mean you have to always moderate suggestions. Ideally you should not drink with your meal, but if you're in the process of transitioning from an ill health state to health, maybe there's a little, you know, if you've got some discomfort going on down there. But really the issue is that you're not taking enough enzymes or the right enzymes because there are many different enzyme formulas. If you were, then the food would be processed properly and you would not feel like you needed the liquid. Now, the liquids, they're refreshing, but you should be drinking them like 15, 20 minutes before you eat and then a half an hour or so after you eat. Just leave the eating alone. Mm,
0: Wow. And it's such a, and I, I don't mean to, Focus here, but it's such a social thing when you're out. <laughs> I know, right? Well, you know, you have a glass of wine, have a bite, have a glass of wine. You know, have a sip of wine. Um, interesting, very interesting. Well,
1: a, a sip of wine is not a lot of wine. Okay, so I'm gonna, but but I know people have soft drinks and water and lemonade and tea, sloshing it down. That's not what I, I mean. I'm that's what I'm talking about. That's there's, me. There's that's me.
0: <laughs> that is totally me. Wait, but me. you
1: said wine.
0: <laughs> well, I, 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 yes, but I'm just saying I'm, I'm the one that that you know I have. Yeah, I will take a drink after almost every bite, maybe every two bites, somewhere around there, because well, it just feels dry. Even if I chew it a lot, it's just like, ugh, you know.
1: Okay, so then let me ask you a question: Did you drink twenty, fifteen, twenty minutes before your meal?
0: Uh no.
1: That's what you need to do.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Hmm.
1: Okay, so we'll pass that one on now. Excellent. Now, <laughs>
0: <laughs> learned, I'm telling you, this is a game changer for a lot of people. Learned, we learned a lot on this one.
1: I know, I know. I, know. I mean, I realize that not everybody is going to follow what I say, and that's perfectly fine. I'm only caring about people who want to do what I'm saying I know works, and then I'm going to help them get into better health. So now let me go further, okay? Sure. Because water... Water needs to be living. In the past, when people were drinking from mountain streams, that was not a problem, okay? But anything that has been processed, anything that has been bottled or processed in your home through a machine is dead, okay? I don't care what they call it. It's dead. So what you have to do is make it alive. Dead water is not going to help you if you put dead things in your body. So how do you make your water living? How do you, what do you add to your water? Well, there are various things that you can put in, and this is also going to help the pH of the water because uh, water that has been processed is very acidic usually. I know I have had a uh, pH machine that alkalizes your water. It's still going to be dead, though, even if it's um, high pH. Anyway, here's what we go. Here's what we do. Uh, salt. We talked earlier in the first class about um, a lot of salt, and that would be the good salts, the premier research labs in, in um Austin, Texas has an excellent salt. Himalayan salt is kind of a moderate way. I mean, there's some problems with Himalayan toxicity and that type of thing. Celtic salt is very good, but you can't really get it anymore because it's so popular. At least I haven't been able to. Um, and then there is um, there are several other good salts. But a pinch of salt in each glass of water, I, I prepare a whole gallon of um water at a time, and I just pour it into glasses whenever I need it or cups or anything. But minerals, I'm going to say this, we should be putting minerals back in our water. First of all, never, ever, 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 ever drink just distilled water or um, distilled water or uh, what is that other one, the one that has no minerals in it. You have to have a, a mineralized water. So Trace Minerals is a company. Trace Minerals is a company that sells Trace Mineral Supplements. And you can people can get it from a company in Colorado called Infinity. And I'm going to give the phone number, 800-733-9293. It's real easy, 800-733-9293. Now, just tell them that you're a client of mine, even if you never have never met me, Terry Morse, and they'll put you into my group and you'll get special attention. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> because there actually are people, companies, small companies like this that will talk to you instead of just, you know, you're just a number. But trace minerals, very important to put a few drops of that in your water, salt, and also something called cell power. Cell power is also by the Infinity Company. Well, they don't make it, but they sell it. It's a distribution place. And cell power puts more oxygen and hydrogen into your water and makes it pH balanced. It's a much better way to go than buying pH balanced water or high pH water, which frankly... I've seen this with clients high p h water can actually make people worse. I've seen it repeatedly wow yeah, and that's that's something that that's a myth out there you know
0: um let me ask on on this point here um there's a number of products. my friend is very big into something called and I'm not endorsing anything. I'm just sharing the name. he is an e m t and suggests something called uh drip drop, which brings in electrolytes, uh, into your water. Uh, I I don't know if that's, you know, stuff like that is, uh, you know, and I just, I'm finding it on the website here so I can give you, you know, more details of exactly what it is, but it's, they say it's dehydrant, dehydration relief fast because of the electrolytes that are in there. Um, stuff like that. Does it sound like that's a, a good idea to add to your water?
1: That's excellent. That's very very excellent. Okay. I don't know that product, but that's an excellent approach because the cell power is actually an ionic solution. And it sounds like this is ionic as well, and it has electrolytes. There's a big market out there for anything that's in the health field today, as yeah. you know. So you have to be careful, but I think drip drip drops. Sound. I think it's a good company. Um, but putting the salt in the water, I want to cover before we finish because we're you know our time gets eaten up real fast. Sure. I want to cover some other things that cause dehydration because people think it's just water. A lot of people do. But it isn't. It's stress. And you know who isn't under stress these days? So you have got physical, emotional, mental stress, EMF stress, radiation stress, too much sun, too much cold, microwaves, all kinds of things. And this will cause dehydration very, very quickly. And that is one of the reasons why it's important to have a good quality water, such as you're talking about with drip drop, with cell power, with trace minerals, with putting salt in your water. That makes a huge difference. Does that make sense?
0: Um, Wow. (laughs) That's amazing that you say that, that stress can strip you of the essential things. I I was dealing with a lot of stress stress over the summer. Uh, I might have shared with you that uh, after lab results, my vitamin D level was almost non-existent.
1: Yeah, you said that.
0: Yeah, and, and I was feeling kind of just brain foggy and just like just not myself in the last couple of weeks, and I just called the doctor. I'm like, I didn't do a you know, lab test. I'm like, can you just give me another prescription for vitamin D? A um, couple of days later, I feel better. So <laughs> it, it stress strips you of just about everything. That, you know, that's important. really
1: does. Yep. As an example, the, the mineral zinc, which is a very important, everybody knows that one, that will deplete out of your body instantly if you have an emotional reaction, like when you're driving and somebody cuts in front of you. It'll just deplete. It's amazing.
0: Wow. Interesting. Yeah. If you didn't want to buy any of these products with the, the electrolytes and, and all of that, um, you're saying that it's, it's, it's reasonable to add salt to your water, tiny bit, the right kind?
1: Well, yes, because a good salt is a living thing and it has 70 to 80 minerals in it, including all of the electrolytes. So you're adding something living to it and you're adding minerals and the electrolytes. That's very, very important. It's an easy thing to do. Nobody should go anywhere without salt in their pocket or their purse. You know, it should be a container of salt that you're snacking on constantly five or ten times a day. We covered that in the first class. It's really important. That alone can hydrate someone without water. As an example, I drove down to Missouri and to Tennessee to visit friends last month, and, you know, it's a long drive, and I don't want to stop unless I need gas, right? And so, you know, if I get dehydrated, I just eat more salt, and it hydrates me because the water that's in my body is going to go deeper into the cells when I get more sodium at the cellular level. And we covered all that, I think, pretty much in the first class, but people don't realize how important sodium is for hydration. It's not just water. You have to have the sodium to carry the water inside the cells. Really easy.
0: Wow. Uh, learned a lot here because what, what's going on is we, we look at sodium as a bad thing because yeah. of... You know, it got a bad rap. You know, it's bad for you. High blood pressure, blah blah blah. Uh, I don't even touch salt. I do not touch salt.
1: No, no, wait, 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 Steve, stop. We had our first class about four months ago. I know you must have used salt more since then, since I talked about that, didn't you? Oh
0: yes, yes, but I'm saying prior to that, it has oh. always been my. I, I've I've I blocked it out of my mind. I don't add salt to anything. Although I will say. I had some seasoning, like if I'm going to do a steak. Like tonight, I'm going to put some garlic down on it, a little bit of butter. I'm going to put a little, some salt in there, some seasoning. Um, but I don't normally, I wasn't normally doing it until we talked about it.
1: Yeah, because here's the thing. Just remember, every time you're putting salt on your food, you're helping your body make hydrochloric acid. It's something that your stomach produces if it can. And if you're putting that chloride ion in there, it can make hydrochloric acid, and that will break down your food better. So you are increasing your digestion when you add salt to your food. That's the purpose of it. Now, I'm going to go into the 1930s because that's when they decided to make a little fake research study with a few rats uh, to come up with their conclusion that salt raised blood pressure. Well, the fact of the matter is blood pressure was elevating in the early 1900s when people stopped eating enough salt because they stopped using uh, salt to prepare the, to preserve their food, and they were using refrigeration and that 's when high blood pressure started to go up so it's actually the lack of salt that made the high blood pressure go up it's all fake it 's all backwards. We have to understand that
0: interesting we're learning so much uh, I'm, <laughs> you're amazing, and these just are some basic things that uh, we have misinformation misconceptions about. All of these things, like salt, like yeah. drinking when you, uh, when you eat. Right, right. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, and here's another piece of data, because sometimes data is important to people. And you can look this, a person could look this up, and it's definitive. It's a fact. It's in medical books. Doctors study it in medical school, and then they forget it. And that is that at the cellular level, the ideal and most important ratio of sodium to potassium is 2.5. So what does that mean? Two and a half times more sodium than potassium at the cellular level. How could it be a bad thing? Sodium pulls water into the cells, and that's called hydration. That's how you hydrate. Make sense?
0: Uh, totally. Wow. Yeah. Um, any, we have a couple of minutes left. Anything to, to add to what we're talking about when it comes to hydration?
1: Definitely. I want to talk about pH because when you're dehydrated, instantly your pH goes more acidic, and everybody wants a nice alkaline pH in their tissues. That does not mean that everything that you put in your mouth should be alkaline because that isn't the criterion. That's not how the body works. So that's where apple cider vinegar comes in. The more apple cider vinegar a person uses, I pour it on all my food. I make a drink with it with ginger, pureed ginger root and uh, honey, and drink a whole thermos of it every day. But the apple cider vinegar is acidic in your, when it goes in your mouth, but it's got very uh, loose bonds. And so it will break apart very easily and actually create an alkaline condition in the body, which then uh, allows you to become more hydrated. So that and fresh air, moderate exercise and eating properly, like we talked about, and uh, plenty of salt. <laughs> These are so important because until, until... Wait a minute, let me back up. A person will not feel sick unless their pH is out. So if you can keep your pH in a nice balance with enough salt, enough apple cider vinegar, honey is very alkalizing to the system, as long as you don't do too much, ginger, ginger root, a good quality water, um, all of that, then you can keep your health as long as you're eating properly and not putting the wrong things in and all of that. So does that make sense?
0: Yeah, um, it totally does.
1: Uh, It's actually easy. It's really
0: easy. It really is. uh, And... Even the things, even not not, even not drinking while you're eating is easy to do. But it was my belief, and I'm sure many others, that you got to be doing that. That's important for you to do. Um,
1: oh yeah, that's right. Just like they say, five servings of fruit every day is important. That's a bunch of baloney too.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, this is this is why we we have you on here. Uh, yeah. Somebody wants to talk directly with you, maybe have a, a consult? How do they do that?
1: Well, they should go to my website and uh, contact me through the contact form, and it's my last name, Morse, like Morse code, M-O-R-S-E, morsewellness.org. And then they can go to the contact and make a connection with me. It comes right to me, and we can set something up. That would be cool.
0: I'm actually afraid to talk in depth with you about <laughs> you what, are not, what I do. No, because you're you're going to say... No wonder, Steve, you feel horrible.
1: No, I'll be nice to you. I will. I'll be
0: nice <laughs> well, you. I'm afraid to find out what you're going to tell me. It's like, of course. That's what you wonder, Steve, why you have an ulcer. You gotta, you're got you wondering why that's bothering you. Are you Yep. You know, your shoulder is bothering you. Well, here's why. There, I'm sure it's all traced back to, to yeah. <laughs>
1: lifestyle. See, here's the thing. I can help you with simple things to do to change. It might seem overwhelming because what I say, you say, oh, I can't do all that. And this, but you know, I'm, I would, when I do client sessions, I target, this is what you can do. One simple thing, two simple things, and this is going to change you gradually. You can't do it all at once.
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, great stuff talking with you. Really was. And I can't wait to talk with uh, my girlfriend, Tina, because <laughs> the, she's the one that doesn't drink when she eats. And we have this debate all the time and I'm going to have to say you were right. (laughs) (laughs) Terry said you were right. Terry, as always, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate uh, all the details and look forward next time uh, we get together to learn more.
1: Excellent. Thank you so much, Steve.
0: Thank you. We'll be right back. Bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network.